When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. You're listening to Acton Grassroots. Hello, good afternoon and welcome from St. Paul's in Rotherhive, dear listeners. Another beautiful, sunny Sunday afternoon. I'm here for an unusual fixture. We don't we only deal in the unusual on Akdung Millwall, don't we? Akdung Grassroots. I suppose it's strictly a grassroots show, but I'm gonna mix it in with a little bit of Millwall talk during the course of the afternoon. But we're watching or about to watch International Surrey, club managed by a good friend of the show, Matt Nash. Uh, representing the county of Surrey. Unusual concept. This is a friendly fixture. They only play friendlies. It's right old school international Surrey. They're playing a friendly fixture against London Benfica. Resplendent in their red and white, the famous colours of Benfica, of course. Um, International Surrey. We play at various locations within the historic boundaries, the Anglo-Saxon boundaries of Surrey. If you don't love that concept, then you've got no soul, you've got no heartbeat going inside your listeners. So anyway, this is, of course, within the boundaries of the historic county of Surrey. Once upon a time, part of the Surrey Docks area, St Paul's, off of Salter Road. And so they, as part of their, their kind of roving commission, they play at various spots around the, the more leafy parts of um, the Surrey. Dorking, I saw, White Leaf. But today, here in Rotherhive, which is leafy... I mean, you know, I'm joking like it's still in the industrial past. It's a very green, very pleasant area now. Um, and this is a very pleasant little setup. St Paul's is a nice ground. I came here for Fisher versus, oh gosh, I can't remember. It was an FA Cup game at the start of the season. And I've, I've enjoyed it. It's a nice little little ground, obviously used by the Mill Lionesses, as well as Fisher. Who are international sorry is going to be your first question if you're listening to this show, dear listeners, and I don't blame you. Um, for that question so I've gone on to their website um, ISF, International Surrey Football Club uh, it's an organisation they say pro- seeking to provide predominantly non-league players with the opportunity to represent their county at a senior level internationally and to provide a platform that they can use to compete against players outside their typical league opposition what that means is they play a lot of fixtures International Surrey against the various international representative sides often for groups, places or peoples who are not within the FIFA umbrella. So, um, for example, they've had fixtures against um, a Bangladesh side, um, representative sides against London Japanese. This is London Benfica we're going to play this afternoon, but I've seen them playing the Chagos Islands, 
which are an area of uh, the Indian Ocean, I believe, that's been mistreated. Um, do have a look at their plight. They, they were moved around by the British and the Americans for defence purposes. So places like that that don't fall under the, the FIFA umbrella play within a, what's called um, an organisation called CONIFA, which is like an alternative set of football associations. Some of them are quite wacky. You've got Cornwall playing there. You've got Surrey playing there, the Republic of Surrey. Uh, you've got uh, the, uh, you know, Yorkshire and, and regions of the USA that see themselves as being um, markedly different in identity to the rest of, of, of their countries. So you, you do get a bit of a wacky sense to it and you do get a fairly serious sense. I did speak to Matt in a previous show. I'll do a, a link to that, to that edition. Um, and you can have a listen to here from the horse's mouth what the Surrey are all about. They play at various spots around southwest London, the county of Surrey, and today wonderfully in in at Fisher's Ground in, in Rotherhive hence I'm here I said I'd come along for this show when I caught up with Matt the other week and I'm glad I did it's a beautiful afternoon for the football dear listeners their opponents London Benfica or strictly speaking I don't speak Portuguese so I apologise to any Portuguese listeners um, Sports e Benfica London Sport London e Benfica <laughs> As you can tell, my Portuguese is non-existent. They're a Sunday side playing in various um, West London uh, setups. I think they're based in Feltham at the moment. They've won various Hayes and District Sunday leagues. They've played for the Middlesex County Football League. Um, fairly serious outfit. I think they take their um, representation of Benfica, giant of the game, of course, Portuguese giants. But they are affiliated to the Portuguese side, and it's going to be an interesting fixture. I'm just waiting for the two teams to come on to the sun-kissed, almost Portuguese level of sunshine onto the pitch today. So both sides out, listeners. Surrey resplendent in yellow and blue. Club colours. I did buy a badge that used up all my cash. I had to pay for a bottle of water with my car. That's what you you don't use cash anymore, dear listeners, do you? Surrey in yellow and blue. Benfica in red and white. Traditional Benfica colours. Now, we're not going to follow the whole... Okay, I'm going to dip in and out as the fancy takes me or after any major incidents. Don't know any of the players, I haven't seen any of the social media yet, but um, we'll follow the game and I'll give you a report back very shortly. So, just waiting for kick-off at the moment. Benfica to kick us off, attacking the tree-lined end. There's a, there's a, a, I think it's called a pond end, which is the end that Surrey are defending. So, as I say, we'll, we'll check in at various points during the course of the half. Away we go. Ten minutes in, dear listeners. Uh, there's a good standard of football. Um, both sides trying to get the ball forwards. Probably Benfica, I would say, have had the better early, of the early start. Couple of shots on um, on the uh, Surrey goal, both wide of the mark. But Surrey just made a move forward himself. So it's uh, entertaining stuff in a beautiful location. I don't know if you've ever been to Fisher's Ground. It's well worth coming over if you're in the area. Um, Especially on a summer's day. I, I, I thought about coming down one day during the winter when it was freezing cold. Maybe that mightn't be so enticing, but uh, the view is absolutely fantastic. I've come down to the, uh, what I call the tree line. I think it's the rubber hive end <coughs> of the ground. Looking back along the, the stretch of the ground, I'm looking at Canary Wharf, its towers, the towers of London, towering off in the distance. HSBC, Citibank, um, Red and Brother, whatever one that is. But some fantastic buildings, wonderful view, and of course the Canary Wolf Tower itself. Uh, beautiful hot day. Um, are you missing the football, dear listeners? I, I think I am. I think I am. That's why I've come out today. I said I'd come down here to see Matt, give him a bit of support for 
his um, eccentric venture of uh, international Surrey. I do admire eccentricity in this life, dear listeners. Uh, there's a corner at the moment. We'll stay with the game whilst this corner runs through. Um, so, yeah, when he said um, he had a fixture uh, um, when we were caught up with him for the Women's FA Cup final the other day, I, I couldn't resist it, in all honesty. I think also, um, I don't know about you, but three weeks into the summertime, it's already seeming like a long time. It's actually not that long till the publication of the fixtures, uh, two or three weeks' time. I think it's the 21st or 22nd, can't remember which day, when we find out our opponents in the League One. Uh, League One, there's a head. Oh, cleared off the line there from a, a towering header from the Benfica central defender at the Surrey end. Um, yeah, strong-looking championship next season. Some of the teams coming down. Leeds, obviously, from uh, Premier League, Leicester City, Southampton. And then coming up, we've got the likes of Sheffield Wednesday, who pulled off that remarkable playoff win, series of wins at Wembley, especially, recently. Plus Ipswich and Plymouth, both of whom will be looking to cement their position. Ipswich are a team that will think themselves as rightful. Uh, certainly second tier, arguably even top tier, if, if um, going by history anyway. I can't wait. I don't know about you. I know that it was a bit of a crushing end to uh, give it all up on the last day, like we did. Um, but that's Millwall for you, isn't it? You know, if it was a uh, glory after, you're probably following the wrong side, dear listeners. Anyway, enough waffle. Beautiful afternoon. 13 minutes in, it's nil-nil. There's a bright game of football so far. I'm going to have a wander around and see if I can get a word of Matt. It's on, turn and go. Well done, well done. Good feet. Eamon, ah, oh, too late, too late. I'm interrupting Matt mid-match. Like, it's like we're, we're on the Sky TV and we've just walked into the managerial um, dugout here to get a few words. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice day, nice situation, Matt. It's lovely. Yeah, I think... Uh... We seem to have come on the hottest day of the year, Nick, don't we? So Fisher, really. <laughs> and there's not a lot of shade at Fisher, is there? It's an enjoyable game, Matt. The standard's pretty good. The standard Both sides. Good. Yeah, yeah. I think Benfica have been promoted in their organisation uh, this summer and and our guys are um, slowly coming together as a team. We've got a few new guys out there again today, but it is a good standard of football. You know, these, these guys are all sort of very competent on the ball. Yeah. Um, they like to play football the proper way. That's no. noticeable. I've, since I've come into the into the stadium, I've noticed it's been knocked around nicely. That's it. We try and keep it on the floor, you know, unless a team is uh, pressing us incredibly high up, which this lot have done a couple of times early on. Then we we tend to try and play out. But uh, as we know from from the den, sometimes you just want a big hoof, don't you? <laughs> you can get the boy out of Millwall, dear listeners. <laughs> you can never get out of the boy. One of our first punters this afternoon as he came through the gate before most of the players were here, said, this isn't Surrey, is it? I said, I, I beg to well, differ. I think. Have a look at the Anglo-Saxon <laughs> map. I'll Absolutely. Refer him to my uh, my work on the matter. Absolutely. Nice work by the seven there. This is Surrey. Nice, nice. Help him out, help him out. Give him options. Sixteen minutes in, this is Surrey on the attack. That's going to go for a goal kick, goal kick. Yeah, bright style, attractive football. Um, what's not to like, dear listeners? So most of your boys would be non-league players for various clubs, I take it, kind of Ish yeah. Ishmian, would you go that far? Or? Yeah, so um, the guy on the ball now, number seven, Eamon Dardu, has played Tutin and Mitchum United this right. season. Yep, yep. Um, nice move down the wing by two. Fill the box, fill the box! Great ball, Jaden. Oh, he's always dropped it, he's spilled it. Oh, oh. Lovely, Jaden, brilliant. Close range chance there for Surrey. Um, Just wide. Yeah, so we have got uh, Giovanni at War at the back. He's yeah. Abbey Rangers. Yep. Uh, Daniel Igwe, uh, Metro Gas. I think. 
Okay. Marcus Marcus here, Metro Gas. So some of these lads might be more local to Local you, size, Metro. yeah, Metro Gas, absolutely. Um, go on, Danny. Go on, Danny. A couple of moments, really. Just hesitated, didn't he? As a manager, you'd be disappointed not to be a couple of head here, mate. Yeah, these are the ones you hope don't come back to bite you later, aren't they? <laughs> Just want your player to pull the trigger there. Um, but young Danny there, who had the shot, number eight, Daniel Lickball. Been at uh, Ashford Town Middlesex this season, right. as has Jaden Edwards, the right back. That's yeah. Bruno's brother Ricardo okay. there. Um, Bruno's Bruno Fernandez's brother Ricardo, who was uh, yesterday obviously in the cup final. That's right, he was. <laughs> <laughs> Number three is Jokey Amici, who is a professional boxer out of Catford. So right. there we go. Okay. <laughs> That's a bit different, isn't it? Okay, okay. Uh, super bantamweight, unbeaten professional boxer, two wins. Go on, Marcus, and again, and again. Um, He's fighting June 24th at the York Hall in Bethnal Green, if anyone fancies coming down to that. Uh, but yeah, we've got Ricardo Fernandez on the bench, who is brother of Bruno. Yeah. Um, and also very good player. This is a real test for us. You, you saw we beat Bangladesh. Uh, yeah, yeah. Nine well. last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could have probably doubled that, but um, this is a completely different Ooh, test. That was an ambitious <laughs> shot from <laughs> distance. It weren't far away either. That was a well, long-range free kick, wasn't Benfica it? Benfica six. Do you do any uh, the Surrey play any competitive fixtures, mate? I mean, obviously it's a friendly end of season. Is it building towards anything in a, a, a league or cups? I presume cups more than leagues. Well, there's every chance that this might be our last. Uh, these might be our last games for a while, Nick, right. and uh, possibly even till next year because. Quite soon, although it seems crazy, but in a, in a couple of weeks, some of these boys will be starting pre-season with yeah, their clubs well, again. Just saying the same thing, you know, it's, it seems like forever the summertime, but it's not. It's a few weeks and we're talking about you know, July. It's time to get going again. It's time it? to get going again. And I think there is a team in London for the first time ever, Estudiantes, who are playing all, all the way through. They're playing friendlies all from the end of that season wow. to the new season. Wow. So that is a first. So they don't switch off, basically. So they don't switch off. Wow. Um, they've got something like a dozen friendlies lined up, I've read. So fair play to them. Maybe that's the way the game's going, because even in non-league, uh, these guys want to be playing all the time, which is sort of where we come in. This is almost pre-pre-season. Yeah, that's the fitness-wise. I mean, burnout is what they talk about at the top level. I know this is, you know, yeah. it's a light level than that, but that's not to be disrespectful. But I'd have thought playing all year round, it would give you a bit of a, I don't know, you're never, you're never, you're never not on football, are you? This is true. The funny thing is, we talk about it all the time when we're playing in games. Are we doing too many? Yeah, yeah. But actually, a lot of these guys, most of these guys... That's all right, up you get, well done. Sorry. That's all right, no, that's all right. Um, Manager of the football team, not, <laughs> not, not, not a you know, guest from a moderate podcast. No, no, absolutely. The, the favourite Millwall podcast of all. Um, so, basically, we're building towards the point where we can do something more substantial. Right. Which is either hosting a four-team tournament in Surrey. Right. Or travelling for away games and more international friendlies. Right. Uh, where we can actually boost the standard of opposition we're playing. Yep. We've got an invite uh, to go to Jersey at some point, play them. Oh, Ooh, shot inches wide there. We're, what, 31, 32 minutes into the, the half. the beans on toast, in fact, Nick, there. Yeah, um, unlucky, unlucky. So knock, knock the goal out of its... Uh, it's more whatever it's in, it's mooring. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well done, Eamon. Next time. Um, so hopefully next year we're going to be in a position where we can at least play an away game somewhere like Hampshire, yeah, yeah. Uh, who I think play at Haven at Waterlooville. So that's a good option. If we can, we, we want to make that leap to go somewhere like Jersey. But get, we have to have a fully committed, settled side for that. And um, 
when we make that leap, we know it's going to be costly. So we really do need to time when we're going to do that. It's like Millwall trying to time when uh, they want to make the push for promotion and playoffs and invest more money in yeah, players. You know? yeah, yeah. Like for us, it's when do we get on that plane to Jersey? Well, when we feel completely comfortable. Also having player availability, I suppose. I mean, all these will be guys that uh, are making a living, you know. It's whether yeah. they can commit that amount of time Absolutely. to something. Absolutely. This is the thing. And, and so resources to do it as well. It's not going to come easy, is it? I think some kind of uh, World Unity Football Alliance tournament, and that's the umbrella organisation we're yeah. part of, yeah. that's more likely as a sort of next step, if you like. And uh, perhaps playing teams like Cascadia, who represent North the Northeastern, West, yeah, some of the uh, more um, unusual sides that are in this in this um, international scene. This is right, our goalkeepers played in California, Nick, and uh, that California have got a national team in this yeah. setup. So uh, that'd be a nice away game, wouldn't it? as have Hawaii. <laughs> haven't stick to haven't. <laughs> <laughs> haven't in the middle of winter. That'll be more us, won't it? Um, I don't think I've ever been to Fisher where it's not been pouring with rain, so this, this is a first for me. I've only ever been here when it's been really, really hot. Every time I think about coming down and it's in the winter, I think wow. this is going to be a harsh, a harsh venue to yeah. stood in the you know the cold and the, and the wet. There's no cover here at all, listeners. But yeah, I mean, ideally, what we want is to take this or the kind of uh, the nucleus of this squad towards something more substantial. Right. Because I sort of feel like by doing what they've done by turning up every week by playing for us and committing they probably deserve a chance it's like a giving back almost isn't it so yeah. like a, a thank you almost they do deserve the opportunity to play you know someone like Jersey it would be almost the Jersey national team if yeah. they go yeah. under the name Parishes of Jersey Right. that would be a massive step for us Yeah. really would be that would be a, a huge kind of leap of faith we've just got to decide when to do that Nick yeah. really Yeah. Um, we've been joined by Stan Churchill man. Hello Stan, another cog in this machine called Surrey. Yeah. I was just saying to Matt, it's a really nice standard of football actually. I, I didn't know what to expect when I came down here. It's, it's some yeah. good play out there. Yeah, you've got a lot of players sort of step five-ish level, some some can play step four. Yeah. So yeah. 35 minutes into the game listeners, there's no goals. Been plenty of chances, plenty of action. Increasingly I would say Surrey coming forward as the game's gone along Matt. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I think the weather a bit of an early storm, didn't we? It's, it's very evenly sort of poised at the moment. Um, I just hope we can kind of keep coming into it. We've, we've gone close, haven't we? I might have put the curse on. Oh, there's a move forward here for the Benfica 12. Uh, been dispossessed by the central defender. He's a substantial looking boy, the number six for Surrey. Yes, Daniel Igwe yeah. making his debut today at centre back. Um, very experienced guy. Alongside looks it. Looks it. Yeah, very much so. Alongside a much more uh, raw uh, centre-back in Giovanni War. Mm. It's probably probably 10 years' age gap between them, but they've both played good football again this season, a good club. We played a team last week with eight subs, so they could roll them on, roll them off. Really? It wasn't as hot as this. But no, 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 it's just still. Thing. Keeps yeah. it fresh, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Talking of uh, training, did uh, Jokey speak to you before? Um, yeah, apparently his trainer had him out training from seven this morning. <laughs> That's why he was knackered. And, um, <laughs> oh, right. Oh, Yes, uh, it's boxing. Professional boxing. Yeah. Professional boxing. Yeah. Coming up to the point now where uh, football's got to go out the window and boxing's got to take over for this fight on the 24th. Well, it's 20 days' time, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So I don't even know if he'll be able to play next week, really. It's probably no. too, too near to the fight. I'd say combining the two is probably a little bit too much when you're going for a pro fight. Absolutely. Got to get those shots away, Surrey. Okay, it's all right. Slow it down. Some boys love football so much. They'll, They'll play, play every day of the week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have Astro boots. We'll travel. You know, like, um, 
some of these. The little group that came to us, the, the centre half and the, and the little fella number eight. Yeah. Um, their little gang. They, they once they've come, they've come every come week. Come as a yeah. yeah. There's one of them missing today, but on the whole, they, they've been very good. Um, it's pure love of footballing, really, isn't it? To be playing in the heat of a June Sunday afternoon, you know. Basically. And I think for a lot of them. Like non-league 30 years ago was win or lose, have a booze, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. But now yeah. a lot of these guys, how many drink out of the team on the pitch there today? Very few. I can't see many look like they're big yeah. <laughs> big yeah, in the bar, yeah. but, uh, you yeah. know, they look like fitness merchants, don't they? There's not many having a fry up and then a few beers no, after no, the game, no, you know. No, these no. guys take it very seriously in sort of decent level of non-league football and we'll see this as a pre-pre-season is the only sort of way to put it for want of a better term. Well, as we are just saying, some don't switch off to the game through the summertime, do they? Absolutely, they'll play through. This will give them a level of fitness to take into pre-season with their clubs and uh, yeah. will get them perhaps ahead of other players who might get signed in ahead of them. So yeah. Yeah. Um, it sort of kind of suits some players really well. It is a good level of football, as you can see from the game today. So it's, it's more than just turning up, having a kick about with your mates. Oh. These are two evenly matched sides. I mean, both both seem to have the ability to win it or lose it. Still, I mean, we're what coming towards half time now. Yeah, very much so. But both uh, both both sides are a decent well done, level. Always oh, a shirt Red. tug, shirt tug there on the full team. <laughs> Nate, really good. Well done, Jaden. Free kick for the uh, Surrey. Forty-three minutes in. There's a free kick just outside the Benfica. Penalty. I never thought I'd be saying the word Benfica on a Millwall podcast, listeners. Down, down at Salter Road. <laughs> Salter Road in Rotherham. But we'll stay with us. Have you seen a potential vocal summer out there? I've <laughs> seen a few better, mate. <laughs> <laughs> some of the Portuguese boys, have they got some good control and touch. That number 10 is electric. Yeah, it? yeah. And as I say, he's outrunning a professional athlete there, which yeah. is ludicrous. Boys, do you want to get ready? I might make some changes. So many new players, you end up doing a Bobby Robson and getting their names wrong. Uh, <laughs> I find Nick. Uh, Secrets and managerial trade here for you, listeners. Or as they used to be called, I think, back in the day in pre-season friendlies, A-trialist. A-trialist, yeah. A-N other. <laughs> yes. Funny thing for me is managing a game here at Fisher, a place that I quite used to go to, the old ground anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's when right. We were away. The road. That's right, I'm yeah. sure you were yeah. the same. As a kid, yeah. my dad often took me to Fisher yeah. Athletic. Fisher Athletic. Um, when they were in the Southern League, and they yeah. were quite a big noise then, weren't they? They made the, they made the uh, was it the conference at one point? They, yes, they, they were attracting decent crowds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A big FA Cup game I remember once, was it Blackburn they played? Or someone, you know, for the football league level, and it attracted um, a fair number to the old ground. That's, that's gone now. Absolutely. It's uh, sad to see, but someone I used to work with lives uh, basically overlooking the old pitch, so it sort of still goes on. They yeah. were told it was a covenant, isn't there, on the pitch at Fisher? Something like that. You've got, you've got to be well, for it's recreation. got some kind of religious quality to ah. it, isn't it? It's uh, like a churchy right. type um, The hallowed term, thing. literally hallowed Yeah, term something It says it has to be used for sports purposes, so yeah. it's, it's now just, I think, just open ground, but um, yeah, there's something like that to it. A bit managerial talk here, I think I'm going to change it half-time. Yeah, this is the kind of content you're listening to the show for, listeners. Injury time, I mean. He was in London for some engagement, I believe. It's half time, listeners. <laughs> You're listening to Acton Millwall. So, half time, Matt's gone in with the team, dear listeners. This is the kind of action that you uh, get on this show, Acton Grassroots. Uh, nil nil at the break. As I've said a few times during the course of the, of the game so far, um, some good play, some good players, interesting level of, of football. Interesting concept. It's actually quite an old-fashioned concept, really, for a team to exist as a representative side that plays only friendly fixtures. <clears throat> it's almost um, 
you know, Victorian in its in its approach in that sense. Interesting to hear that they're trying to maybe change that. Um, we'll see how it goes. Obviously, it's um, as a, uh, many of the teams that started as Wanderers, you know, Bolton Wanderers, the Wanderers, the first winners of the FA Cup, had this same concept of um, playing at various locations, having no home base. And I suppose that's both um, a romantic um, concept, but doesn't really lend itself to establishing a club um, with any kind of profile you know, do need a home base in the game so anyway there we are it's nil nil at half time attractive football um, keep your eyes on International Surrey do follow International Surrey on Twitter uh, at int int s-u-r football int sur football International Surrey do give them a follow um, it's an interesting concept and um, as I say nice way to spend a Sunday afternoon if you're missing the game. A little bit of uh, Millwall news as it's half-time. Dear listeners, this is Acton Grassroots, but we are a Millwall podcast, fundamentally. So I'm just looking through um, the London News Online website. Uh, Tony Craig, over 700 career appearances, league appearances, for various clubs over the course of a, of a long and storied career, as the Americans say, has joined Dorking Wanderers, signed a deal with Dorking. Um, playing in the 2023-24 campaign. He's left Crawley Town, joining Dorking, who I believe are National League side. So his, his career continues. Mill through and through. Uh, 700 career appearances is, is a huge achievement. I just want to say well done, Tony, and all the best next season with Dorking in the National League. Um, he's back again, or oh, the story's back again, Kevin Nisbet, the man who uh, nearly signed for us in the January transfer window. Apparently we've expressed an interest in him again. I don't quite understand what's going on with this story, listeners. Obviously, Nisbet's, the Nisbet deal fell through in January when there was talk of uh, a medical situation with his knee. He's carried on playing. We're still interested. Um, I imagine the price must reflect whatever reality is um, there for his knee. I, I'm guessing. I don't know. Um, because otherwise it makes little sense to sign a player with um, a problem knee. Uh, you know, that's what do I know? I'm, I'm not a football expert, but um, clearly, if, if a deal can be done for the right price, then maybe we are interested, and maybe that's um, you know back on the table again. It's going to take some time to play out, says the London News Online. So um, don't uh, don't go getting too excited over the return potential of Kevin Nisbet. Let's see over the weeks ahead. Um, and also, it's the you know, it's a very difficult um, dry season, isn't it, for football news? The summertime, the early summertime. Uh, former midfielder Liam Trotter is set for a backpacking adventure. This feels more like um, Facebook than the London News Online sports section on Millwall. He's hung up his boots playing for Bromley, I believe. 34, he's going to go backpacking. So, good luck to Liam Trotter with his wife Lucy. Um, going on nice holidays around the world for 12 months, actually. That's, that's quite, a, quite a journey. So yeah, pretty pretty uh, scant news on the Millwall websites at the moment, but I think that's that's the bulk of it covered there. Not much going on in in, in a nutshell, dear listeners. You came up here today. Did they check your visa going over the border? <laughs> <laughs> He's looking for an interview as well. The media are here, blimey. I had a few words of a manager uh, down at Croydon. And I thought it was only me and him, and yeah. I swear to God, yeah. it's had a million and a half hits. <laughs> it even went to Ireland and my Irish relatives was ringing me up, yeah. You became, game, became yeah. famous. Yeah, and the manager went go, oh, I could have sent him on Sunday morning. I thought, ah, oh, it's only me and the geezer. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. go and read the right act to him. <laughs> and I did as a geezer with a camera. <laughs> <laughs>
That's the trouble now, isn't it? Everything goes on the camera. <laughs> Millionaire, they ring me up from Ireland and said, you on you, what? What are you talking about? He said, you did a game, you had a go. I said, somebody must have filmed it. Because they all YouTube all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. These are YouTube. No, a lot of these teams yeah, do they that. Were, they were called The Wall. Uh, they won that game. They won in the semi-final of the last second goal. Yeah. But as we were coming off, they played Carl Shorten. And I know Carl Shorten well. Carl Shorten bloke come up to used to be... We played against this geezer in the first round and beat him. Right. He's playing for this lot now. <laughs> Long story short, they get binned. They yeah. appeal to the FA yeah. at Wembley. Goes in front of the FA. Up they uphold the binning. They're out. Right. Carl Shorten get to the final. Won it on penalty. So second half is underway, listeners. Nil-nil. One... One nil to Surrey listeners, close range finish, ball across from the left, finish nice. Who was the finisher there, mate? Teo Ajay. Teo Ajay. Two um, minutes into the Surrey's top scorer. That's the linesman. This is linesman as character, football character. <laughs> One nil to Surrey listeners, nice finish, nice close range finish. Number seven had the two bob bits on the way to the game, but he's playing really well. Um, <laughs> This is a level of detail you weren't expecting, <laughs> listeners. You don't get this at the den, do you? Um, you so probably do, you don't hear about you it. You don't hear about it, yeah. It's behind the closed door of football. <laughs> so, so, yeah, our guys, I, I say to every new player, this is a concept, you've got to buy into it. Yeah. We've got to buy into the fact that we're, we're ambitious, we want to go somewhere, yep. and we want to travel. Yep. And uh, It's going to be out of the ordinary. It's going to be out of the ordinary. This isn't just a simple turn up and play. Yeah. You know, you've got to accept that Sometimes we're going to play teams. It's it's a bit easy. Sometimes we're going to play teams. It's going to be very hard. Like yeah. Matt Bailey Lane were. Because you put how many have passed uh, Bangladesh? Was it nine? Nine nil last week. Um, and the the opposite of this kind of game. Well, I was talking to the linesman at half time uh, during the first half. Yeah. He said it could have been more. Yeah. Against uh, Bangladesh, because yeah. obviously their players are not at this level, but they're, right. they're, it's more about the playing than the than the result for them, I guess. Absolutely. I think that was the thing. Um, and the way these things work. It just so happened the Bangladesh manager is also a manager of my local Tandoori. <laughs> and one evening talking about football in there, he told me he's got a team that tours Bangladesh right. with expats, uh, British-based British, Bangladesh, British, Bengali, Bengali, yeah, yeah, who uh, play in front of five, ten thousand crowds out there. So I said, yeah, we'll play you. you know, right. We need to expand our horizons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in a league, you get given 23 other teams to play. Yeah, yeah. With this, we have to go looking for teams. Yeah, you, so and you could go anywhere, we I could go anywhere. conceivably, or yeah. get anyone, couldn't you? Absolutely. This this is the thing. So we found that in London, there's so many diaspora teams. Yeah, yeah. The Japanese were brilliant when we played them the other week. They played lovely football, but yeah. um, in the end, we had a bit too much for them. But yeah, I mean, we, we are kind of looking to expand our circle constantly, Nick, really, with the opposition, the calibre of the opposition and everything else. Well, so someone listens to one of these shows and gets 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 to hear about it because it'd be nice to see it uh, progress. I mean, effectively, we can play anyone who's not in UEFA or FIFA. So, Guernsey, Jersey, Isle of Man, any any team like that, yeah, would be on our horizon. But that would be a massive test. It'd be another step up or two from today. So we've got to see when are the players ready to do that. Um, and we hope that it won't be too long because we sort of feel like. There are a couple of players in their 30s we'd like to give that a chance to before they get too old to yeah, sort of run it around. It becomes a thing of the past. Yeah. Yeah. Just talking to Matt about football cliches. I've picked up on a few you've come out with so far, Matt. <laughs> but I suppose, you you know, in a managerial role, you've got to say something, haven't you? And it becomes a limited range of things you can say. You're not going to come out of anything too groundbreaking. I mean, no disrespect to you. It's an intelligent <laughs> bloke, but you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. This is the thing. You find yourself saying things you... 
you probably uh, said, what are you shouting that for to your own manager of your, your team you support? And there are certain phrases which are true to form though and you, you know, the players recognise that sometimes you just have to be short and sweet and in and out. It's like the half-time team talks. Unless something's drastically wrong. I always think at halftime I just want to be in and out really quickly. Sorry, man. So, player of ours has just turned up. Nice to meet you. One of the players' listeners went to Dorking, because that's another venue that Surrey play out of. When this is obviously in Fisher and Rotherhive. But anyway, he's just arrived. A good half an hour's worth of football yet to go, mate, I suppose. Yeah, Will you put him on at some point? Yes, I, I think he'll come on in the injury time. No, um, he's, he's come. He travelled a long way to be fair to me. Well, I was just thinking. Oh, he deserves a chance. Um, yeah. Benfica just hit the post, listeners, but deemed offside, Matt. So I wouldn't have counted. Riding our luck a little bit there. It's um, a follow-up that was offside. Yeah. The follow-up. The yeah, original so shot was fine. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They're pressing forwards last yeah. few minutes, huh? Yeah. To be fair, Matt, all the guys that you know, just listening to them on the pitch, the moments of conversation where you're talking to them on the side, all seem like really decent blokes. I'm not, I'm not seeing anyone out there. I'd say, Ooh, don't like the look of him, you know. I always say the same thing. Whoever's in that dressing room before kickoff, um, attitude, commitment, discipline. When we first took over, Nick, it was a, it needed a lot of work, you know, and right. there were perhaps players who were just turning up to make themselves look good and things like that in yeah. some cases and. We've had to turn it all around. I'd rather have a team that plays for them, for each other, a team that buys into it, than a team that wins 10-0 every week. And I've told them that, and I've decided to build it from kind of that ethos, really. I don't want guys who are coming just to make, man up, making themselves look good. No, uh, you, you no. Know, you want guys who are going to go, I enjoy playing there. I want a dressing room of guys that I like as well. Well, I was just going to make that point, because listening to you speaking, and when we spoke before at the cup final, um, you get a lot out of this, mate. You get you, you get a lot of um, payback from it. Yeah, coach a couple of league teams, managed a few bits. Yes, please, Steve. So, uh, yeah, sorry, Nick, just right. uh, no, no, taking Eamon off. He was a bit unwell earlier, Yeah, uh, yeah. As, as was hinted at. Detail not needed. Uh, bring <laughs> we'll on delete, delete that. But yeah, no, it's, it's very rewarding when you've got kind of the guys you want in the side, Nick, and a, a squad that you can look at and go, yeah, I trust you to, to go out and kind of implement Do, what we want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play the right way, um, behave the right way. But the actual joy of it, after a week chasing sponsors and various things, is being here on a match day. And, yeah, yeah. You know, watching guys that you kind of like and you trust going out yeah. and hoping to put into practice the sort of football you want to see. Um, you've put a lot a of work into it by the sounds of it you put, you, you put a lot of time and effort into this Eddie, Stan and I took it over sort of in the last few months and uh, now we're doing it off the pitch as well as on the pitch Right. So it definitely takes a bit more time but um, worth it to be playing just to be playing in itself is a miracle in some ways because we shouldn't really be here you know we should, <laughs> okay heads up we shouldn't you know we shouldn't really be playing there's, there's no sort of room for us there's no natural place for us no in no no pyramid, no, no you know? that's right but you look out there and you see what a good game this is and what a good bunch of lads they yeah, are. Yeah. But not just these aren't just 11 guys putting on a shirt. These are good footballers as well. Well, I'll say again, we said at the start of the game, as I came well in. Well done, Jav. Well done, Jav. Say it again, listeners. This is impressive level of football. You know, I didn't know what to expect when I came out. I came out, to be honest, because Matt invited me. I, <laughs> Matt's a mate, so here I am. But I didn't know what to expect football-wise. You know, I would have basically watched anything. But it's not. this is not anything. This is a good, decent standard chance here for Benfica so, goalkeeper's done quite nicely he's, he's stopped everything that's come his way so far Matt yeah he's uh, he's had a bit more to do second half yeah, yeah, Jordan yeah. Brown is, um, is his name he's, he's been very good he's been in America for seven years played in teams in 
California in Texas. He's played, I think it was third, third division pro football over there. So right, right. Um, we're hoping he'll be around for our game next week as well and having a good look at him today. He's, he's been very solid so far and again, hope we don't jinx that. Go on, Nate. Yes! 2-0. 2-0 well to well Surrey, yeah, listeners. Nice finish. Nice. Shot at the edge of the penalty area, buried. Really, 20 minutes to go. So it's at uh, 70 minutes. Matt's gone off to do some football managerial work. 2-0 Surrey. Talking about next week's fixture, which is in Whiteleaf. You're playing the Alexandrian Knights, which is not Alexandria in Egypt, the ancient centre of the Egyptian civilization. It's not that one, listeners. I think it sounds more like Alexandra Palace, to be honest. Well, yeah. Apparently, <laughs> they play at Alexandra Park by the Palace. They came a bit of a mix-up there, there, Nick, because they were listed at Alexandria Knights, and we thought that, that might be an interesting game against an Egyptian side. <laughs> And you never know, Mo Salah might turn up to watch. And of course, they're nothing to do with Egypt at all, uh, from what I can gather. So, but we're looking forward to hosting them at Whiteleaf, which is a, a, another really nice ground next week. So if you're in the area of Whiteleaf, Croydon, South Point South, Bromley suburbs, next give it a go, it's nice. Pop round and say hello to Matt. 3-0 now, sorry, nice finish, listeners. Um, I couldn't get the recorder on fast enough, as of the podcasters world. But nice finish inside the box from uh, about the penalty spot. Ball in from the right, slotted home. 3-0 to Surrey. 72 minutes. That was Fernandez that scored. <laughs> Fernandez scored yesterday. Fernandez scored today. Hopefully today's one will be happier. <laughs> Matt is dining out on, on Bruno Fernandez's brother playing for his side. Very much so. We're thinking of the headlines here, Nick, aren't we? Um, but he's such a lovely, unassuming bloke, Ricardo, that we try not to mention it too much. However... Um, As you've got the media in today... <laughs> Yeah, I'm up in the press box Act here with Nick. in town. That's yeah, right. right. It's been lovely to see a few people down here today. I'm sure some of whom have Millwall loyalties as well, Nick, you know. Um, I hope so. I mean, we, we gave it a few boosts on social media. I mean, when I came to Fisher at the start of the season, a lot of local people in for that. And, if, you know, if you're doing nothing on a Sunday afternoon, just over the road, why not? Um, but there seems to be a few in the, in the stand. Sorry, brilliant. Well done, team. Well done. I honestly don't know what to think. It's a long way off. I don't know what to think for us for next season. Mm. I keep changing my mind. I don't know about you, Nick. Sometimes I think we'll be brilliant next season. Other times I think... Um, we, we well, the talk on the line being the, the strength of the division, but then for Millwall, every season's every tough. Season's and it, tough. You know, every season's you tough. You know, you're yeah. looking at the likes of Leeds, Leicester, Southampton, yeah. I suppose Sheffield Wednesday to some extent coming up, Ipswich. Um, and yeah, it's a tough division, but when's it never? When's it been an easy division from Mill perspective, mate? If, if there's been an easy one, listeners, let me know when it was. Well, I think the, yeah. the side would be the, the same collection of homegrown, uh, lone players. Maybe some of the uh, the youth come through. Youth did very well to win their um, Premier League um, section. You know, we'd love to see SA get a good shot at SA. the season, wouldn't we? You know. And um, some, some of the, like the central defender, I mean, that Mitchell's coming back from Scotland. We don't know how good he is. I thought uh, Chin Akoli the other night in the, in the under-21s looked very, very good. And their left-back is uh, Adam Malarkey. Um, so we've got some players coming through that you can see could make an impact. But it's going to be who can we loan, who can we find. And then it's, it, it'd be the usual sequences of can't find a goal, can't get whipped by a win, and then we're going to look unbeaten, well, aren't we? <laughs> Very much so. Yeah, you know, I, I certainly fear for us every time we get promoted to the Championship, it's going to be such a good standard. Actually, we compete really well in the Championship, don't we? Touch wood. I think um, we do. I think we do. We've only had one season where we finished 18th recently, didn't we? Mm. Um, but otherwise, no, we, we generally do, do well enough. 
There's so, so much to be said, Nick, for having a settled team who all buy into what Millwall's about, who buy into what Millwall are doing, who buy into the whole mentality. Um, that some of these other clubs where they're paying a lot more money, perhaps more mercenary players. Lovely, lovely nice stuff. Touch, nice touch, sir. Um, he can come next week. Um, <laughs> that's, uh, it's such a special kind of thing. If you buy into it and get the right guys, I think you, you kind of do well. You get enough points, you know, and it's just how many points can we end up with? A bit like this year. Um, well, we're never going to dominate the league, are we? But we will, we will scrap and we will finish. I don't see that we're going to be any lower than halfway, personally. Matt's just brought in the chap who went to Dorking rather than to Rotherhive earlier on. He was at Dorking 120. This kicked off at 1.30 here in Rotherhive. But he's made it up. He's got a bit of a game. He's got, got about 12, 10, 12 minutes left in this. So he's just 3-0 at the moment. Deservedly so, I think, to, to Surrey as we approach the final knockings at half. Justice would probably say that Benfica would um, expect to get a goal at least, but I don't think they've done enough to, to win out today. Certainly not from three behind anyway. We've got a free kick here, just about halfway inside the, the Surrey half, so we'll, we'll follow this. Here we go. It's on target. It's gone wide, wide right. There is the consolation goal I was just talking about, listeners. Ten minutes to go. Um, loose ball midfield, picked up by the ten for Benfica, slotted home. Bottom, bottom uh, left side corner of the goal. Nice finish, in all honesty. 3 1, sorry. Oh, another goal there for Benfica. They're going to make a game of it in the last few minutes. That was a straight ball down, long ball. Um, defenders now, I think, tiring, and um, the 10 went through, slotted it home in the right side corner. So 3 2 now. We've got a game on our hands, listeners, after a long period of. Um, seeming to drift out for 3-0 but uh, suddenly it's 3-2 8 minutes left in the game ticking down towards the last few seconds of the game listeners I'll just check my clock gone past the 45 minute mark now so there's never much added time the referee wants to put on 3-2 still to Surrey it's been run very very close Benfica really come into it in these past few minutes looked a lot more direct in truth the old ploys of the game now Matt's making a substitute to use up some time he's talking about running the clock down Game management, dear listeners. It's been a very warm afternoon. Fair play to both sides for the uh, amount of effort they put into this game. It's um, been played in a friendly spirit, but it's not a friendly game, if you know what I mean. It's competitive, I would say. It's a dribbling shot from distance by Surrey. Um, some good skills on offer. Uh, enjoyable afternoon. Like we said earlier on, if you're in the Whiteleaf area. So next fixture, Whiteleaf. Uh, this is uh, Surrey versus... Alexandra, Alexandra Knights, that's going to be played in Whiteleaf, that's a 3.30 kick-off next Saturday the 10th of June, Saturday the 10th of June dear listeners, if you're in the area give it a go, well worth it, entertaining uh, football, nice to be out on the foot Sunday afternoon, can't wait for the Millwall season listeners, it's, it's whetted my appetite again for it, there's the final whistle, it finishes International Surrey 3, Sporting Benfica London 2. Um, tight finish in the end, it ran it close, but I think a deserved win for Surrey. Well played to both sides. You're listening to Act Tight run thing, but you got there in the end, Matt. Well done, mate. Well done to your boys. I thought they deserved the win, but they did uh, run it a little bit close at the end there, going 3 2, which I didn't see coming at 80 minutes, I've got to say. It's a bit nervy, the end in there, definitely, and that's a sort of use the subs to run the clock down. Yeah. We let them back into it. Masterfully um, done. Rowett will, Gary Rowett will be paying attention to how you did that. Do you think roll on, roll off will catch on <laughs> in the championship? <laughs> I'm joking. 
Um, Jokey, yeah. This is Nick. Hello, Jokey. Tell me if I introduce you or not. Uh, introducing Jokey. I'm doing a podcast. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, I understand you're fighting yeah, yeah, yeah. very, very soon. Um, where's the venue, Jokey, and what, um, what's, what's, the, uh, what's the fight? York Hall, Bethnal Green. It will be my uh, fourth professional fight. Right. Uh, super bant- Bantamweight. Excellent. Um, yeah. Um, also, what date are you, is, is the event? Uh, 24th of June, Saturday. 24th of June. Yeah. And do you know the name of the fighter you're up against? Or would that be uh, not, not close Nabil, yet? I think it's Nabil Ahmed. I think right. that's his name, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, we're going to be following your career, mate. So yeah, I'm going to put this on on the on social media yeah. and on the podcast. Yeah. And I want to wish you luck. I'll be wicked. Yeah, that's okay. fine, mate. Thank nice you. to meet you. Yeah, you too, man. Look after yourself. Oh, yeah, Good game. Well thanks, done today. Thanks. 